This week on Missions Today. I began to ask the question, well, what does it mean to follow Jesus in his global purposes and to grow in that as a part of personal discipleship? Not just um, how, how to pray, how to read the Bible, you know, how to have a devotional life, which are all wonderful, but how do we also live out God's mission as a part of our, our regular growth in Christ, if it's a part of his purpose? So I was mobilized by a person in my church. He encouraged me to become more of a learner. I began reading mission biographies more than I had in the past. And I would say my learning sort of came to a, to a head with taking the Perspectives course in 2002. And for me, I say it was like having a brain transplant. The Perspectives course opened my eyes to understand God's mission in ways that were very new and fresh. That's James Mason, CEO of Perspectives USA, talking about his own connection with the Perspectives course. Hi, I'm Colin Lambert, and this is Missions Today from Resource Global. You know, almost since the beginning of Missions Today, our guests have either mentioned that their lives were impacted by the Perspectives course or that they would highly recommend the Perspectives course. So this week, I thought it was about time we take a deeper dive into this 15-week study. Perspectives looks at several dimensions of life through which we see God accomplishing His purpose. If you have a heart for the Lord and His purpose, I encourage you to stay with us. Hey, James, thanks for being with us on Missions today. Can you give us an overview of Perspectives? Sure. Well, uh, actually, when people ask the question, what is Perspectives? It's multiple things. So first of all, it is a course. It's a 15-lesson course, and I'll describe that in just a moment. But it's also an organization called the Perspective Study Program. And I specifically represent Perspectives USA. So I oversee the US program, but there are actually Perspective Study Programs in multiple countries around the world. So uh, I think over 30 countries right now are running Perspectives programs or, or at least running classes. And some of them are in various stages of development as organizations, but they are running classes all over the world. So I'm representing Perspectives USA it's also a reproducing movement of mobilization. So it's a course, but it's also a movement where we're engaging local Christians to become mobilizers and to help awaken other Christians to be involved with God's mission. And then we're a movement within a broader movement too. We're part of the broader frontier mission movement where we're trying to see God's purposes advanced among those peoples who are the least reached with the gospel. So we're kind of all those things. But in terms of describing us as a course, it's a 15-lesson course that is structured or organized around four different vantage points or perspectives. And that's what the term perspectives means, is these four vantage points. And they are the biblical, historical, cultural, and strategic dimensions um, through which we observe God accomplishing his global purpose. So that's what the term perspectives means for us. And that's how we structure our course around those four key elements. But then the course is really, it's really a study guide uh, with 15 different lessons. It's accompanied by a dynamic reader, which has 170 different articles written by over 150 mission scholars and practitioners. And so our course then draws from that reader uh, for the students uh, to, to read and to learn from. And then the course also is facilitated, and this is where the movement part comes in. The way that we run our course is through local coordinators and volunteer teams in communities all over the country. So what we're trying to also provide is a powerful class experience 
not just a body of content, but a class experience through which believers are invited to strategically co-labor with Christ as he fulfills his his ancient global purposes. So that's kind of the, the essence of it. Local classes, every lesson usually has a different instructor, live instructor from a different mission or professional background. And then we offer it at different also course levels, such as certificate and credit level for students. So that's a lot there, <laughs> but, and that doesn't necessarily describe the content of the course, but that's a little bit of what we're doing structurally. That's super. And I, I want to get a little more in depth into the content in just a little bit, but I want to stop and, and hear a bit of your story. I'm always fascinated by how people get to where they are, especially as we talk about missions and mission activity and movements. Give us a little background on you, maybe a little bit about your growing up and how you came to faith. Well, I grew up in a Christian home in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico is where I'm from originally and grew up, was introduced to Christ through youth ministry. And uh, really also my, my family was locally involved with international outreach. And my, my, my parents, for example, at the time, this was in the mid seventies, there were a lot of refugees coming from the Vietnam era, Cambodian refugees and so on. And so my, my family was personally involved with welcoming those individuals into the country and helping them find asylum, helping them find jobs and settle in the United States. And so that made a big impact on me from a cross-cultural standpoint, just something my parents led me into a little bit and, and developed a passion there. But got involved with local student ministry through the years, campus ministries when I was in college, went to seminary, and then was a pastor for 12 years. So I served in uh, adult discipleship roles. I was an associate pastor of adult ministries in several different churches. Along the way, kept that sort of, I would say, missions curious passion there, but was really focused on the American local church and saw a little bit of a disintegration between the normal discipleship of the American church experience and the global mission purpose. So I began to ask the question, well, what does it mean to follow Jesus in his global purposes and to grow in that as a part of personal discipleship, not just um, how, how to pray, how to read the Bible, you know, how to have a devotional life, which are all wonderful, but how do we also live out God's mission as a part of our, our regular growth in Christ, if it's a part of his purpose? So I was mobilized by a person in my church, a young man who began to challenge me, I would say, even undermine my view of the Great Commission and my understanding of global mission. He encouraged me to become more of a learner. Um, I began reading mission biographies more than I had in the past. And I would say my learning sort of came to a, to a head with taking the perspectives course in 2002. And for me, I say it was like having a brain transplant. I had been to seminary and I had felt like I was pretty knowledgeable and experienced, but the Perspectives course opened my eyes to understand God's mission in ways that were very new and fresh. So it captured my, my heart and my mind. I remained a pastor. It didn't, didn't mean a career change for me, but I wanted to be following God in his global purposes no matter what I was doing. So I, I continued in my pastoral role with joy. Long story short, then uh, moved into a mission mobilization role with uh, what was then the U.S. Center for World Mission now called Frontier Ventures, which was the parent organization for the Perspectives Movement. So began working with that mission agency in mobilization and then eventually was asked to 
uh, take more leadership within the realm of perspectives. I want to go back for a moment. You talked about an interest in faith, exposed to it at an early age, exposed to this international feel of, of maybe kind of the missional mindset, heart set. You talked about going to seminary. It seems obviously from an early age, you had a desire, a passion to be engaged in God's work in some way. Is that right? And was there a point at which you felt a call to that? Yeah, I would say I, you know, for for me, I was, I had the really the privilege of growing up in the church and being given opportunities and being challenged to serve and lead. And as I continued in that, it was just an affirming process for me to use my gifts well. And seminary wasn't a career move. It was, I want to learn the Bible more and I want to be better at at serving and leading in ministry. So I don't know that I had a crystal clear ministry calling as much as a ministry life and lifestyle that I grew in being affirmed in and experiencing exposure to my own skills and passions. I had wonderful people helping me along the way. And uh, my passion has grown through the years, fortunately, and I'm just very grateful that, that I've had that experience. You also talked a moment ago about kind of a transition in your thinking that started with a new mindset on the Great Commission. Can you talk about that? Yeah, and I mentioned this this disintegration that I was seeing, which was, you know, in seminary, for example, you you have a class on... On, on theology or doctrine, you have classes on on church history, classes on pastoral ministry, on Bible. But what was the connecting storyline, if you will, between all of those things? For what you know, how is God moving in the big picture of things, where everything else really needs to fit into His story, as opposed to just being an individual discipline or passion? So, what is it that causes? Where do we see an aligning paradigm? to orient us to serving God in all that he's trying to complete. And I see the Great Commission as a unifying place for us in that. But my view of the Great Commission was probably more related to individual or personal evangelism rather than this idea that we see in Scripture that God's heart and intention really is to see uh, worshiping people from among every people and a a growing movement of discipleship from from within every people group to join with him in, you know, in becoming a part of of the church. And so that captivated my imagination in new ways, rather than just that individual evangelism, which is still an important part of that. But I began to understand the Great Commission more through that global lens. Do you see at all that dis- integration, as you described it, the word that came to my mind was like a compartmentalization. We often put it in in its own category, like you can go do missions or, hey, would you consider missions as opposed to children's ministry or as opposed to something else, whereas really missions can and should impact every element of our lives. Absolutely. Um, I think our culture today is very captivated by the concept of activism. And activism says, what are you passionate about? What would you like to fix? What would you like to be involved with? And instead of the leading question, which is, what is God doing? And how can I join him in intimate relationship and co-laboring with Jesus in what he's actually doing in the world? And that's a different viewpoint than what can you serve? What can you fix? What are you passionate about? What's your favorite culture? What's your favorite cause? Those things can be used by God within his paradigmic, you know, purpose, 
But I think we need to start by asking and understanding biblically what is God doing in the world? And then we align our lives to that purpose. You described uh, almost your engagement with the Perspectives study course as as kind of a, a brain exchange, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just totally uh, shifting your thinking. Was it along that line, or was there more to it in that process of, of seeing God's purposes for God's people. Well, there were it was along those lines. That was sort of the big the big swath, a big picture of that. And I've begun to understand that even more, you know, through the years. But there probably were individual pieces such as this is what God has been doing from the beginning, you know, and then just beginning to see more the continuity in scripture of his global mission. So mission isn't you know, let's find the most salient missions verses and then validate mission, God's mission, but let's understand how mission is inscribed in the revelation of God's story through scripture. And then we also can observe him living out that story or, or continuing that, that story and that purpose fulfillment through history. So the Bible isn't separated from the linear experience of human history. There's a continuity. What he said in scripture is also what he's been doing in the world. And as we understand and see those things, then we say, ah, now I'm informed in such a way that I can participate in a more strategic way. And I think that that's really, when you look at the outcome of the perspectives course, that's what we're really after, which is students gaining this clearer perspective of God's mission in the world. And it's this clearer perspective or paradigm which then enables us to make informed decisions about our careers, our lifestyles, the relationships that we have, which lead them in turn towards a strategic participation in world evangelization. So it's not just kind of rah-rah for missions. You know, it's an informed exchange and experience in the biblical story and the reality of God's mission being played out in the world. That then I say, ah, that that captures me. I'm going to live my life in this way. And that's what happened to me is I saw this paradigmic view and said, ah, God, I'm not about where where's my next career move? What church, you know, where do I want to live or work? It was, God, how can I join you? And whatever that is, if you want me to be a cross-cultural missionary, I'll do that. Probably willing for the first time you know, to do that. If you want me to remain a pastor, I will do that. If you want me to become a school teacher or work in a, you know, in a so-called secular workplace, then I will do that as long as I am participating well in your global mission. And I think it was perspectives that helped me to connect those dots. And then it captivated my mind and heart. So then I was able to say before the Lord, Lord, let me participate in this. Show me how I can participate the best way I can. And I'm still asking that question to stay, yeah. you know, living out of that passion. It's an ongoing process. It is forever for the, for the rest of our life. But it's a, it's a fundamental commitment of what it means, in my mind, of what it means to follow Jesus and saying, hey, Jesus, I just want to follow you in your mission. Let's talk for a moment about the course itself. Uh, obviously, we have people listening from all over the world, all different backgrounds, all different cultures, walks of life. Uh, who is this designed for? Is it for anyone, or do you have kind of a, a target group that is most likely to to benefit from this? 
Yeah, you know, I really do think it's for any Christian who wants to add a global dimension to their discipleship, who wants to understand the importance of a global dimension in their walk with Jesus. So I, I think it really is for every Christian, because I, I believe every Christian is called to his mission. So it really is. It's not it's not geared necessarily for pastors or leaders, although the course is a fairly rigorous academic experience. And so there are many more accessible programs or ministries or curriculum, you know, resource tools out there. And Perspectives is definitely a, you know, it's a 15 lesson course that requires reading and requires study. So, you know, if there's a little bit of a target audience there, it's, it's those who are willing to invest in that that learning process. Uh, is it all carried out through the local church and can any church access the materials? Churches partner with Perspectives in being hosts for the, the course. So it's not so much a program of churches as churches host our classes in their communities. And then the local church working with the local Perspectives coordinating team invites Christians from all over the community and from different churches to come. So what we've seen is this also this unifying effect in local cities and communities where we hope that multiple churches are involved in any one class. So if you have, a, you know, let's say you're in St. Louis, Missouri, and a, a local uh, church is hosting the course, they may uh, garner participation from 10 or 15 other churches. And so a lot of students come. And we see that that's uh, coming alongside the church and equipping individuals in their global discipleship for a season. So the churches aren't running it as much as they're hosting it and helping us have a sustainable class and with enough students and so on. Uh, love love that. And obviously partnering with the local church, so important. How, how important is it for churches today to be clearly explaining the purpose of mission and the breadth of mission in the world today? Well, I, I think it's probably as critical as it is to articulate it for any Christian who wants to follow Jesus. You know, it's, it, is, it is an essential part of a Christian's discipleship journey. And, and if churches have the responsibility of shepherding and forming people in, into being uh, followers of Jesus and, and walking them through that journey— then it's a you know it's critical that God's global mission is a part of how people are formed. Now, I really see um, our course and the, the ministry of mobilization as a discipleship experience, and so you know churches are responsible, pastors are responsible to see that their people are adequately equipped in understanding and living out God's mission. Uh, so perspectives is alongside churches in that in that endeavor definitely, but it is an essential role for the church. So, you know, it's it's as essential as we understand the essential nature of the Great Commission to be. So if we have a Great Commission, we need to equip people in that commission. In the couple of minutes we have left, I mentioned to you just before we started talking today that I have had numerous, numerous guests, people high up in organizations across the country, international organizations, missionaries, others talk about how the Perspectives course impacted them. I've also asked other people who necessarily didn't mention Perspectives, 
how would you encourage people to engage more in missions? How would you encourage people to expand their vision? And perspectives always seems to come up, which is one of the reasons I, I wanted to have you here today. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that this course and this course of action has had such a dramatic impact on so many people, even in some changing the trajectory of their entire lives. Yeah, well, we we have a long long history and a long track record. So we're uh, 2024 will be the 50th anniversary of the Perspectives Movement. We intend also to celebrate that in Chicago, which is where our first class was uh, in 2024 as a global event. But yeah, I think that a big part of it is that we've been able to summarize that that paradigm of of God at work in the world through our course, but also in, in a robust way with some depth to it. So we we have a, a, a track record of giving a good educational experience for people to understand this great story of God, the bringing forth of a great people to fulfill a great purpose. And by summarizing that well, but also with just some real strong biblical backing and historical backing and, and cultural and strategic understanding, it really has given some substance to people's thinking. So it, yeah, it's and we have the favor of many, many denominations and mission agencies have utilized it. Uh, we did a study a couple of years ago where approximately half of the estimated 40,000 missionaries from the U.S., from Bible background uh, mission agencies and denominations, about half of the 40,000 missionaries from the U.S. that are currently serving overseas are Perspectives alumni. So we don't know how many of those went to the field because of Perspectives, but we see that there's a correlating empowerment or we're, we're in that stream that keeps helping with that momentum. And so we're, we feel, one, on the one hand, humbled that we've been used. On the other hand, humbled to be a part of this momentum that God has, is bringing forward. That's incredible. Uh, finally, someone listening today who may have their interest now piqued about engaging with perspectives, maybe a word of encouragement to them. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's more doable <laughs> than it may appear. You know, we live in a world where everything is a quick soundbite and um, content distribution, and we think that it's a refreshing thing for people to experience a, something with a little more depth to it than just a, a soundbite. So we we really do encourage people, hey, give yourself a chance to experience a, a semester of, of, some, of some thinking and some growth, you know, in this area. And it really will add a dimension to their discipleship that is an encouragement, not a guilt trip you know, and missions should not be motivated by you should, you ought to, you know, go, go, go. It's it's more join with what God is doing. And um, it's a positive message of participation with Jesus. And it's a beautiful thing. So we we want people to have a chance to, to go through that experience. And so we encourage you to do so. And you can just do that by looking for a, a local class in your area. You can also take the class online by going to perspectives.org. You can find those classes. Again, these classes have been talked about on this podcast throughout our history. 
From CEOs of major organizations to missions pastors to missionaries in the field, the Perspectives course has come highly recommended as a way to really give you a deeper understanding of God's global purpose and exactly where we fit into that purpose, or at least how to keep your eyes open for where God is at work. And if we are followers of Christ, that should be a regular, ongoing focus. You may have heard James say, it's a lifelong endeavor, and it surely is. If you'd like more information about James or Perspectives, we'll link you in today's podcast notes. Now, if you happen to be listening today and you don't know God at all or aren't sure about your spiritual standing, you can be sure today. It's simple. You see, because of our sin, those things we've done wrong, we are eternally separated from God. But he had a solution for that. He sent his son Jesus to live a perfect, sinless life then die on the cross as a substitute for our sin, then raise from the dead as a victor over death. When we put our faith and trust in Jesus, God no longer sees our sin, but only Jesus' righteousness. All the old is gone and we've been given new lives. It's such a powerful thing. If you haven't made that decision, I want to encourage you to make that decision today. Just ask Jesus to come into your life. Acknowledge that he was raised from the dead Ask him to forgive your sin and to be the leader of your life. If that's in your heart today, you've become a child of the King, and we celebrate with you. Hey, a quick side note on a big event we hosted back in November, the Global Church Forum. The GCF was a gathering of difference makers from around the world, sharing what God had done in their lives and the lives of those around them through activating what was called Kingdom Entrepreneurial Thinking. If you missed it, you can access any or all of it absolutely free online on our website, missionstoday.com. That's missionstoday.com. Look for the Global Church Forum banner. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Next week, we'll learn how one woman's mission is to help the church tackle the growing issues of trauma in our world. It's so helpful when you subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and leave a review on iTunes. Email me if you have any feedback, Lambert at missionstoday.com, a production of Resource Global.